If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. On this episode, stop striving for work-life balance. It just doesn't exist. But first, perception creates reality. You've got to look successful and get people to believe in you before you can become successful. Let me tell you a story. I'm sitting at my desk running the Corcoran Group way back when, when my salesperson from hell burst into my office demanding that I do more advertising for her so she could get leads to sell apartments to. Well, of course, I had no money and didn't want to tell her that. And she complained so much, I thought if I had a gun in my desk, I would just take it out and kill her. But instead, I decided to do something about her complaints. When she left the office, I took my 11 sales company-wide for the year, added them up, divided by 11, and came up with a $54,000 sale price. I decided to turn that into a report. I named it the Corporate Report, and I typed next to that average price, average New York City apartment price. Thinking the report looked a little lonely on the page, not a lot of typing, I put in a byline that said, conditions and trends in the greater New York City marketplace. And I mailed it out to every reporter who wrote for the New York Times that day, sports writers, news writers, hoping something would come of it. Well, at first, nothing did. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. But a week later, I opened up the New York Times real estate section and the headline reads, New York City prices hit all-time low. And the first line read, according to Barbara Corcoran, president of the Corcoran Group. I couldn't believe my eyes. So I suddenly became an expert overnight in New York City, the go-to gal if you needed any numbers on real estate prices. That was when I first learned that perception creates reality. All of a sudden, people were saying, I heard of you. People were giving us listings more easily. My salespeople had more pride, all because of my silly report. I always wanted a celebrity as a client, but I never had one. All the big companies in town had celebrities. One morning, I read in the New York Post that Madonna was pregnant. Madonna was pregnant. She was the it girl of the day. And so I decided to tie myself onto Madonna's waistline. And so I published a Madonna report. And on it, I listed simply what Madonna would be looking for now that she was pregnant. She would have to move. And so I listed doormen, views, more space, better location, all the things every rich person looks for, and I sent it to five major TV networks. Well, would you believe I was on four TV networks in one week, and the final guy actually introduced me on a Friday night as tonight we have with us, celebrity broker, Barbara Corcoran. I couldn't believe my ears. Well, of course, I never got Madonna as a client. In fact, she never moved. But the next morning, I get a call from an agent who says, I wonder if you would consider working with my client. Well, I knew nobody talked to me with those fancy consider type words. And I said, I sure will. Who's your client? It was Richard Gere. Who would you rather have as a 25-year-old straight woman, Madonna or Richard Gere? So I took Richard Gere out and sold him a small one-bedroom apartment in Greenwich Village. And then I published, of course, you guessed it, the Richard Gere Report. Well, I spent half my time from that day forward creating the perception that I was this or that simply based on what I wanted to become. And then I would have to run like crazy once the stuff was out there to catch up with my own image. 
It's smart to create a statistical report and get it out there so that you get a big voice in your marketplace. It's the equivalent of a powerful third-party endorsement. I might advertise I'm the latest and greatest in your local newspaper and you won't believe me. But once I'm quoted as an expert, everybody falls for it. If you want to build a big business, you have to visualize where you want to be and tell everybody that's where you already are. This is Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. Here's today's tip. Stop striving for work-life balance. It just doesn't exist. I searched for it for the first 40 years of my life and then gave up, and I'm a lot happier for it. There's always the conflict between work and your personal life. When I finally started a family at the ripe old age of 46, I had a thriving business and I worked like crazy to make room for my newborn son, Tommy. I found that the best way to juggle the responsibilities was to clearly divide my attention and time between work and home. Today, I devote certain times of day totally to my family and other times to work. So when I'm at work, my husband Bill wouldn't dare call me and the kids don't call unless they're dying. This way, I can give my full attention to the responsibilities at hand without distraction from others, and I can dedicate 150% of my energy to each. Phones and emails today are a huge distraction, and so when I walk into my home, I plug my phone into the hallway and don't touch it until I'm walking out the door in the morning. I give my kids and my husband 150% of my time then. So, stop striving for work-life balance. It just doesn't exist. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Got a business question you want to ask me? Tweet it at Barbara Corcoran. I just might answer it on a future episode. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Come back next week and be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.